Uh-huh. I just feel like I've been around the block, ripping up fantasy stock, working around the clock. Look at the view from the top. Researching rookies a lot? No, I just be listening to pods. Yeah, one in particular. I'm just a messenger. Let me just pass on the rock. Browning, brunning, bruning, pronouncing ain't what he's doing. What he's doing is not losing, but infusing you with new things. And there's Dennis the Bennett. Yeah, the man is a menace. Yeah, building a dynasty. Some of the finest things. Promise you, you won't regret it. Sly as a fox, cultured in pop, give him his props. Here is a thought, here is a box, and you cannot compare him at all, so don't even try. Careful with the news, but when you use a take, I take up Tony Fire, I mean dire, because anyone else is a huge mistake. Whoa, fantasy round table, fantasy, fantasy round table, yeah, fantasy round table. Come take a look at the crown, baby. Hey, fantasy round table, fantasy, fantasy round table, fantasy round table. Come take a look at the crown, baby. Go. What's going on, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Fantasy Football Roundtable Podcast, proud members of the Full-Time Fantasy Podcast Network. You can find them at FTFPodNet on Twitter. You can find me, your host for the evening, Matthew Bruning, at SportsFanaticMB on Twitter. We are just one of a ton of great podcasts associated with this network, some of which are Jim Day of FF Champs, Bob Lung of The Consistency Show, The Consistency Guide, and the creator of the Midwest Fantasy Expo. We also are proud to have Dr. Roto and Corey Parsons from Sirius XM Radio. You can find all of us on FullTimeFantasy.com. We are continuing our live draft coverage. Uh, we will not be going four hours like we did on day one, uh, which we're hoping will still possibly get up. If, if, if it doesn't, uh, this will be the best we can give you guys. We're having some issues with our audio. Having some issues with our audio here as well. It took me a little bit to get everything figured out, so we apologize about that. Uh, but we are going live here everywhere, YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, Twitter, anywhere you think you can find us, we will be as we are covering some of round two. Matt, Matthew Fox, Dennis Bennett, and me will be doing it. We have a uh, special guest joining us as well as we're going to talk about some of the landing spots here that are going on in round two and get our special guest thoughts on what happens in or what he thought happened for some of the guys in round one. All right, and we are back live again here covering a little bit of round two. We are definitely not going to cover four hours like we did yesterday, four and a half hours, but uh, we're going to try and stick out here a little bit of today's uh, draft. We've actually got a couple special guests joining us. I'm I'm excited to have Jump on here as well. And uh, we've already got quite a few uh, big picks in. So we were going to recap round one first, but let's go ahead and start talking about some of the picks that have already come in, starting with uh, Cincinnati right off the top going T. Higgins, which I think is a great move. It's going to be a great move for Burrow, uh, getting a guy like that. Uh, honestly think he's going to end up being their one there. I could easily see him taking over for A.J. Green. Matt, what were your thoughts on seeing T. Higgins jump off the board? I mean, I thought it was a good pick. Uh, it's uh, Obviously, there have been some questions about A.J. Green, who didn't play at all for them last year, so I think that gives them another weapon. They were talking about somebody that can uh, grow uh, alongside Joe Burrow. I thought that could be good. Uh, you know, with Tyler Boyd there, too, if Green can play, you have three good guys right there. They still probably have John Ross come back. For those that were kind of holding out hope for Auden Tate, I would say that's uh, – Probably a real bad sign. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. That's probably who got hurt the most. 
I I think it. Uh, this is foreshadowing of the moving on of AJ Green. I I think that uh, he he can probably be had at a reasonable price uh, sometime this season, off season. So it's uh, you know, they're gonna go young, and AJ kind of he hasn't said I want out, but he's kind of acted like he wants out. Yeah. He's getting been a little dinged up, so it wouldn't surprise me a bit to see him um, get moved. Panthers are loading up on that defensive line. I like it. All right, so after yeah, I'm, uh, I'm dropping the picks for us, so I see, I see that yeah. uh, after uh, after T Higgins goes to Cincinnati, Michael Pittman Jr. goes to Indianapolis. Whom Dennis, me and you just talked about him. Obviously, a little less, uh, or just a couple days ago, uh, when we did our, our ranking spot, we talked about how much he has really kind of risen up our ranks. I love this spot for him. I kind of feel like he, he's now the two besides T.Y. Hilton. Unfortunately, I think that hurts all my Paris Campbell shares. Right. Uh, as he, he kind of falls to the three and being the slot wide receiver. Uh, what are your thoughts on Pittman going to a good offense? It gives it really gives Phillip Rivers another big t- target. Well, not that T.Y. Hilton's big, but another really good target uh, on the opposite side of T.Y. Hilton. I think the challenge for Pittman is going to be, is he going to get Mike Williams with Phillip Rivers' arm? So I, I, I like Pittman a lot. I think he's uh, in a good spot. I think it'll be better in you know 24 months when they have a, a quarterback that can get the ball downfield. Oh, Phillip Rivers' love is real right now. Another guy we can add to the not likely to come on the podcast list. No, I love Philip. I just traded. I just traded for Philip, but his arm yeah. isn't what it used to be. No, that's fair. I I thought the Pittman pick was uh, good too. You know, and hopefully, maybe we'll see a little something out of Paris Campbell. You know, I'm still holding on to those shares in a hopeful fashion. But uh, Colts were a team. I think we talked about once Hilton got injured and then Campbell got injured. It was really grim. That was one of the reasons I thought. Reset maybe took a little too much of the blame because he didn't have weapons. So them going out and getting some more uh, receivers makes sense. They're a team that spent some time building up the defense, building up the offensive line. Sadly, after they let Andrew Luck be destroyed, they built the offensive line. But, you know, they're trying to add the weapons to compete. I think uh, a lot of us before Luck's retirement thought that the Colts were a decent contender going into last year. Uh, So, you know, if they can keep adding some pieces – there's an opening for them in their division. So I want to look back at something before I turn the audio to the draft off so I could hear you guys. I swear it sounded like Trey Wingo said that Xavier McKinney has been getting tattoos since he was six years old. I I think they did say that. Now I'm no Ward Cleaver, but shit, man. Yeah. That seems a little bit early to be getting tattoos. Matt, you're muted. I don't know what he's saying, what he's trying to indicate. We can't hear him. It's some deep thoughts. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, six six years old is a little early for uh, for getting tattoos. And apparently, he gets a tattoo for every big moment. I mean, at some point in time, you run out of obvious space. Do you have to start like getting some dicey tattoos? Uh, well. 
I think at some point you go, mm, this 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 is probably the lowest ranking. I'm going to get one over it. I don't know that. Did you watch the Tiger King? I did. That dude from the Tiger King, he had tattoos everywhere, and he put them in some places that I think would uh, be a painful recovery. Yeah. He must be talking to our guests that are coming on. Oh, oh that must be it. He was, yeah. We thought he was trying to talk to us. Right. So it's freaking me so, out because he keeps talking. And- should we? Uh, so then, so those were the first two. Obviously, the, the next big one, big one, our fantasy is uh, DeAndre Swift. That was something, wasn't it? So you're a Lions fan. What did you, uh, what did you think? I guess oh, that I, I guess it is trying to talk to us. <laughs> huh. Oh, look, God knows the Browns pick is coming up oh, and they're just God. trying to sit. Oh, no, we oh. just got you there. Oh, hey, finally. Okay. Well, welcome yeah, back. I'm to talk this whole time and I'm trying to figure out what's going on. Um, I'm getting no, static. On the Xavier McKinney thing, uh, he's been getting tattoos since he was 16 years old, not six. All right. Uh, he, he uh, he's an artist and he loves to draw tattoos. And so for him to realize if he likes them or not, he tries them on his own body first. That That's the whole tattoo story. I heard I heard about it the other day on Thursday. So All right, well, I'm glad I'm back now. I was kind of uh, I was just sitting here like, OK, fine. You know, fuck you guys. I don't want to hear my <laughs> story. And then Matt was like, we can't hear you. All right, so uh, here's the interesting one. I know you guys were kind of talking back and forth about that stuff. Dennis, DeAndre Swift. I mean, obviously, we were big fans of On Johnson when they took him. DeAndre Swift, we both agree, is it? Well, he, he's in the top three for everybody. I know J.K. Dobbins is your one. Uh, Swift is my one. Thoughts on him coming to Detroit and now, I guess, kind of being in a committee with On? I, I feel like it's a situation where uh, – it, it could potentially be concern about him being able to handle the workload. Yeah. And well, plus, you know, Detroit, when their offense was going a little better, you know, they had Riddick out there catching a bunch of passes and stuff. That doesn't totally seem like the carry on role. And you can do better than JD McKissick. So, yeah, I, I agree. McKissick isn't the, isn't the answer. I think Swift is going to be, he, he's going to be a great addition. My issue comes down to, is he going to outright, is there going to be a clear one and two, or is it going to be a situation where they alternate series for the first few series to see who gets the hot hand and then basically screw all the fantasy owners? Oh, I experienced that with Denver, except for their coach didn't really understand the hot hand. He just left the corpse known as Royce Freeman out there. I mean, yeah. Philip Lindsay was clearly much better, so there was definitely no hot hand stuff. Going oh, we there. used to in our in our Broncos chats just go crazy about their rotations because you'd see Lindsay come out for two series, he's going really good, he's getting in a groove, and all of a sudden it's like, you know, where's he been for a quarter? Did he die? And we didn't yeah. know. No, he's just kind of over there holding his helmet, looking like somebody peed in his oatmeal. So let's see here. Dolphins pick is in. Yeah. Uh, Jackson Dead Hunter wants to know they going. Uh, well, that's being announced. He's wanting to know if they go J.K. Dobbins. I can't see. Well, I Robert can't. Hunt guard. Interesting. Not not a bad pick. I mean, I, I I'm down for it. Yeah. Well, they go Robert I mean, Hunt. And there's going to be a great. 
running back class next year too. So, you know, yeah. could be a situation where they're looking at, well, we could get uh, Tuba Hubbard or Travis Etienne, you know, yeah. one of those guys next year. Well, yeah, I mean, they're still good running backs. You don't know. Well, we know. Yeah. You know what? I bet you a running back goes right here, right here. Yeah. Houston. That would make sense. I'm surprised team. it didn't immediately say Texans. The pick is in. They're going with Jay. They're going with Jalen Hurts for when they inevitably trade Deshaun Watson back to Bill Bill Belichick. So, obviously, we ended last night with uh, Edwards' player getting getting picked. There's been a lot of talk. I don't know if you followed some on online. I know you guys were uh, you don't work on the computer all day, so I I was monitoring going back and forth. Lot there was it seems split between people saying you know whole. Hold up a second. We don't know for sure who the 101 is going to be. Some people saying he's a, a lead pipe lock for 101. I had a friend today say so it feels like it's going to be one of those years where there won't be a consensus 101 for a non superflex rookie draft. So, what are you guys? We now saw Swift land. Uh, I need to see. I need to see where Taylor Dobbins lands first before I say that. Well, uh, I because think he, going into the draft, there wasn't a consensus. You know, yeah, right. any any of the three were up there. I still don't think as good a landing spot as Casey is. I don't think Edward Delaire is going to be my one. But what was interesting? Did ahead, you man. see? Uh, did you see Clay's projections? Yeah. I, no, I know they're not perfect. But even though he and Matthew Berry both reacted, you know, really liked him, and I told you, I thought. You know, when I was looking at rookie ranks, he had Edward Solaire up higher than some of the other people I'd seen. He was still pretty conservative, about 550 yards rushing, 320 yards passing, about 40 receptions. That's that's decent, but I, I think there's a lot of people that immediately were like, hey, we have RB1, it's going to be the Saquon that we're getting, you know, that kind of production. I mean, you got to think, it's, it's what I was mentioning last night before we jumped off, is that... Uh, Did you just see the setup for Bill O'Brien? We're not going to be able to make fun of him. I just want you to know, don't make any jokes. Oh, well, uh, I have much respect for what he's done. So, I mean, I, I he's a horrible GM, but he's a very good father for everything else. I'm not, but he, he can yeah. still be a bad GM and be a good father. There's no It'll be like you, fortunately, telling me what the DAC news was right before I was about to make a joke. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Uh, no, uh... Like, that's what I was saying last night with Hilary, is that we know the way Andy Reid runs his offenses. I imagine Damian Williams, you've still got Darwin Thompson there, and Darrell Williams are all going to be parts of that running game at times. And I don't I don't know if Hilary can hold up and be the workhorse back. Like, that's kind of my knock on him when, when me and Dennis did our rookie ranks on Wednesday. And why I was saying I want to see the landing spot for, uh, for Taylor and Dobbins is because I do think they're uh, – if one of those two goes to a really good team, I could see them becoming the consensus because of the landing spot. Because we were all hoping a Swift or Taylor was going to land in KC and then kind of make them that consensus 1-1 where that didn't happen. So if one of those still lands in a good spot, though, I could see someone – like I don't like – I'm going to be honest, I don't love Swift's landing spot. Like I think he could be good for Detroit, but what does carry on do there? Like that, that kind of worries me on what could happen with both of those guys, and I like both of them. Where if a Taylor or a Dobbins lands in a really good spot, that they're the one I could see them now with the bad landing spot, in my opinion, for Swift and Hilaire kind of going to KC and people having questions about them, bolt them up now into being the consensus one one. So I guess we possibly. I would imagine. Do you guys think they go wide receiver here? 
Well, they just took a wide receiver, so. Well, yeah, they took they took Pittman, right? Yeah, they took Pittman, so I, I mean, wide receiver though. Edge well, that, all, they're just showing, they're just showing you what their biggest need was coming in. I don't think they'll go tight end because they still have Doyle, and they went and signed uh, Trey Burton. Uh, and, right. and even though you and I aren't like super Trey Burton, there was a lot of talk that Reich was happy to get him because he worked with him in Philly. So, gotcha. I don't know about I don't know about that, Matt. I'm not Dennis. I'm not hearing anything. Are you hearing static, Matt Fox? Yes, I am. Interesting. I'm the only one not. Uh, not quite. Huh. Interesting. I wonder if it's... I think you have a short in your mic is what I'm going to say because you just dropped out and so did the static. Yeah, you're totally gone now. You still look good. I plugged my uh, unplugged and plugged my mic back oh, in. Oh, Jonathan Taylor. Oh, we just missed that. He just went. They just announced it. Yeah. So what do we think? Is that, is that vault him into the 1-1 now? Uh, what does that do to Marlon Mack? Uh, Good. Marlon Mack sucks. That's what. I'm no, I... I need Marlon Mack. Actually, you know what? This might. So, do you think Mack goes to more of a receiving role? And what we really lost was that hope that Neheim Hines was going to be something just. I think Naheem Hines becomes even more relevant now uh, because I still don't think Jonathan Taylor is that good of a receiving back. And no, we know but that. That's what I just said. Do you think Mack. Do they do they start using Mac as the receiver now? Uh, I don't know. I would say Naheem Hines is the back over Mac. Do you guys disagree with that? Uh, I think Hines is probably the better peer receiving back. Uh, but Mac caught sixty five passes in three years of college. Yeah, so he's no slouch. Give me one second, guys. Yeah, man. So. These, I mean, uh, I get uh, taken. These are bad get, landing spots, but these are like completely unexpected. Or it's, you know, some of these big players that we've been excited about seeing where they're actually going. I need time to wrap my like. I feel better about the land pick this morning after I thought about it and looked up. Like, I, I don't know if you saw what I put in our chat, but like Randall Cobb caught fifty five for eight twenty eight and three TDs as the wide receiver three. And right. I think we'd all agree Lamb's a little better than that. So that made me feel better about that landing spot. I, I'm wondering if after some time thinking about it, it's gonna be the same here. It's gotta but there was a lot of people that were high on Mac and carry on uh, on their teams that have to be a little bit of a, a little bit bummed out right now. Yeah I I'm I have a couple a few shares of Mac and I can say that yeah I'm definitely bummed out. I, I do think Taylor is gonna hop in and, and take take over. Yeah. So but is that a yeah. static any better or no? Oh yeah. Yeah, it's, it's gone. A lot, a lot better now. Oh, 
Okay, cool. All right. Well, I just did. I just unplugged and punched everything and then turned plugged it back in. So physical force works. I figured that out, which is good. Sometimes I, that's I, what it takes, right? Exactly. I showed a little bit of love and everything. All right. So continue talking about Taylor. I was hearing everything you guys were talking about. Yeah. So, and the Jaguars pick is in. I wonder what they're going to do here. I, I'm, I'm no longer feel comfortable guessing anything because I don't, you know, when you think you know where, yeah, that's where somebody's going to go or what they're going to do. Oh, I know. I was talking about that all day at work today. Everybody's like, "So, what do you think about the draft last night?" I was like, "It's fucking crazy and annoying. Like, it, well, it, it was all wrong. All wrong." We, we didn't even cover it that much, but I thought the the Giants and the Panthers, low key, doing really well. The Giants getting Xavier McKinney, a guy that had been projected sometimes into the the middle of the first round, manages to drop them. That helps their secondary. Panthers getting Gross Matos, a guy that had been projected a lot of times in the first round, falls to them. So they're doing work on defense. The Patriots, of course, uh, a friend in another chat said went out and used their first pick on a high school player. So I, I thought that was funny. I didn't get to hear a lot of their discussion, but were were you guys listening to the draft to the draft coverage? Were they making jokes or something? I didn't recognize the name, no. and it was a small school. Right. We've got one of our one of our guests jumping on here real quick. I'm going to add him in in here. We got Kane Fossil, who you can follow at Debbie underscore Kane on Twitter. Host of the Debbie Delight does the Debbie Marketplace. Works uh, writes for DLF Football. Huge Gophers fan. Big uh, big tape guy as well. Debbie, uh, I was going to call you Debbie Kane. What's going on, man? Thanks for hopping on with us. Hey, how we doing, guys? Oh, uh, you know, this, great. This, in this messed up draft how about yourself well it seems like every uh fantasy player is going in the first 10 picks of the second round right so we, we gotta love that and they keep coming yeah that's that's the i guess the best part to do we, this is what we were expecting all night last night and we just sat here and we're stunned by all the picks and now we're getting all the all the fun stuff today so we were just talking about obviously jonathan taylor you weren't a able to kind of talk with us yesterday. What uh, what was uh, one of your favorite picks and one of uh, the picks you hated the most fantasy-wise for the guys that got drafted yesterday? Um, I don't know how how bold you want me to be here, but probably the one it's I dislike. Be very um, vanilla. You want me to? <laughs> well, because Dennis told me to be vanilla, I'm not going to be. Um, I don't like the Rager pick to Philadelphia. Okay, why not? Because I think he's going to have a hard time being a true wide receiver one on a team when he has – a difficulty beating press coverage mm-hmm. and all, all of a sudden you're going to get that top cornerback facing you each week. And that's going to be really difficult for him. Um, so I think if you're expecting him, you know, to do well, especially this, this coming season, you basically have to expect um, a lot of manufactured touches. And I don't think that's the offense that's going to give both manufactured touches to both uh, Rager and Miles Sanders. Because Miles Sanders is a manufactured reception guy coming out of the backfield, so I yeah. don't see that happening for two players. You know, when we're trying, when we're talking about, you know, almost two hundred targets split up between the two of them, I don't see how those manufactured targets happen for all those guys. So that's one I don't like. What uh, what do you think that means for JJ Arthega Whiteside? Were you a fan of him coming out last year? Do you think that helps him at all with with Rager coming in there? Um, yeah, I think it helps him if he can see the field. Um, I think, you know, if he's not going to play, we, we can't really talk about him, but no, I think, I think he's good. And I'm hoping that he actually, 
you know, sees the field. But, you know, we'll see on that one. He couldn't even see the field hardly at all with the terrible wide receivers that they had. So I guess we can't get ahead of ourselves there. Yeah, I'm not holding out hope for our Sega Whiteside. I've been taking him in a lot of the auctions I've been doing for like one buck and hoping for the best. So I'm just, I'm going to keep on hoping for the best, but who knows what, uh, what was the pick that you, uh, you really liked going off in last round? Cause there, there was very few for me that I liked going, uh, that, that happened yesterday. Um, fantasy wise, you know, it was, it's finally cemented to it in Miami. Um, the way that they're building their football team, um, they got, they got one tackle last year, got another tackle this year. Um, then they just drafted a guard. Just the way that they're building it, I think, is going to be really exciting for the longevity of Tua's career. And yeah, I no, think you're not a, you're not a that's Herbert what guy, I'm right? excited about. Um, I'm not saying I don't like Herbert. I think the weapons that he has around him um, could propel him to actually be a mid-range quarterback too. But I'm not I'm not holding out hope for him to all of a sudden be a top twelve quarterback in fantasy. I am. But you know, but I'm, I'm, I'm one of the few on that trade. I'm not going to pass him up if I'm sitting at what the 106, the 107 in a yeah. super flex league, and he's there. I'm going to take him. That's yeah, a ridiculous feel, value for a starting quarterback. I agree. I, I feel like he could be this year's Daniel Jones. Like he was the one last year who, when you know the Giants took him there at ten, and he was really dropping in a lot of rookie super flexes. I know one. I think I got him at like 110. I mean, I think Herbert's better than Daniel Jones, but I, I do agree he's someone that could. Uh, could fall a little bit here. So uh, let's let's start getting your idea or your thoughts on some of these picks that have gone off here on the board. Uh, let's go with the latest one because I'm a huge fan of this guy, LaVisca Chenault nope. Jaguars. What do you think about that? I don't like LaVisca Chenault. So. Okay. Dennis, what do you think about LaVisca <laughs> I'm not a big fan of Chenault either. He's Matt, Robert Jacksonville definitely Chenault? needs a wide receiver. Yeah. What is, what is it you don't like about him? The, the fact that he's raw, the injury history. What What is it you don't like about Chenault there, Kane? He's coming in as a poor route runner. He's regularly hurt. He he does not excel at the line of scrimmage. Yes, he's extremely fast, but he doesn't know how to use his hands coming off of the line of scrimmage. So I think even at his size and his speed, he's still going to get pushed off of the line more than he should. Um, but if we're just going with the Jaguars pick, I think in a football sense, it makes sense. Because Jacksonville doesn't have, um, you know, a gadget-type player. They just don't on that team. They have wide receivers, one being good and the other one being D.D. Westbrook. And then, and then you know, then they have uh, Leonard Fournette, who's not going to be a gadget-type guy. So at least this is going to give another wrinkle to that offense. Um, so I guess it's going to help Gardner Minshew, provided that they don't take um, any of the other quarterbacks that are better than him in this draft? Well, I feel like when you said he's a poor route runner, regularly hurt, and doesn't know how to use his hands, that to me sums up the Jaguars. So you're not I mean, wrong. He was, he was destined to go there, right? It makes sense. Hey, DJ Chark is all right. All right, come on, leave him alone. Yeah, he, that's he, why he, I said they had one good one, and then DJ okay, Westbrook. Yeah, I didn't hear that part. So oh, you forgot the man, the myth, the legend, Chris Conley. Nope. Chris I remembered him. He just wasn't what we're talking about. <laughs> All right. So what any of these other guys? Uh, I mean, we got obviously who is it? I just dropped the chat here. The only one I can remember now is Jonathan Taylor. Who we got? Yep. Uh T Higgins to the to Cincinnati. I love the the Michael Pittman to the Colts. What what do you think about those two guys? 
Uh, both terrific landing spots for both those guys. Um, I think T. Higgins is going to have a little more value right away than Pittman is. I just don't see, don't know how Pittman's going to see um, immediate action. Um, but I think he's still a good player, and it's a perfect fit for what Frank Reich does in the offense. Um, so I kind of see him, you know, when when Reich was with um, the Eagles and Alshon Jeffrey actually was putting up good games, he's going to have that kind of Alshon Jeffrey type role in that offense. And that makes a whole lot of sense um, to have that big bodied possession receiver that catches everything yeah. um, coming across the middle of the field and on deep balls. So it, it makes sense. Um, it, it intrigues me a little more on T Y Hilton with especially how late he's going in startups now. When you can get him, you know, at the eleventh, twelfth round, that's a steal. Well, what do you think this does for Paris Campbell's value? I am, I am a huge Paris Campbell fan. I, I admittedly think this hurts him pretty bad. Do you think this helps hurts him at all? He had value before this. Oh, I'm sorry. Did he have value before this? I mean, I felt like he had at least a little bit. But but he wasn't even playing. Like, well, he got hurt though. He got. He yeah, was, but he was regularly hurt to uh, to follow the Levitational. <laughs> I don't know. I I don't see how that's going to help. It's not going to okay. help Paris Campbell. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, I, I agree with you. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I said when it happened. It hurt all my Paris Campbell shares. Maybe being a Buckeye homer is not good so, for my fans. Just today. just so you can start to properly bracing yourself, it says the Browns pick is in. So you may want to go to the last uh, pick. You guys just missed the Bears went tight end Cole Komet. Cole Komet, okay, that's all right. I mean, hey, okay, you know what? I take the, I, I've really come around on the Jedrick Wills pick after kind of being talked off the ledge yesterday and listening to a lot yeah. of stuff today. A little bit happier with it than I was, you know, twenty. You just hours. need some time to sleep on it. I I had many draft first round related dreams. Woke up, did my preview article, and read a lot of stuff this morning. Made myself feel better. Hey, we we talked about it yesterday. I loved I love them getting Judy. I thought that was a great spot for him. Uh, well, what do you I think about Denver? I was oh, gotcha. oh yes, Lamb. Oh god, yeah. We'll get to CD Lamb in a minute. Uh, Kane, what do you think about a Swift? Are you a fan of of on Johnson at all? We were trying to talk about that a little bit ago on how. Like, I love Swift coming in. He was still my RB1, but I, I really hate this landing spot, and I really kind of think this is going to hurt his stock, obviously, in, all the, in the rookie drafts that are probably going to be starting up on Monday. What are your thoughts on Swift and the Lions? Love it. Okay, tell me why. Look at, look at who the OC is. It's Daryl Bevel. Mm-hmm. Daryl Bevel feeds running backs repeatedly. His first OC job was with Adrian Peterson in Minnesota, then goes to Marshawn Lynch in Seattle, and then he had Chris Carson after that. And then now he's actually going to have a running back for a full year that can stay healthy. Like, sign me up. You think he's going to be able to stay healthy with uh, if he gets a full complement of carry? <laughs> yeah, I think I think you have to assume that he's going to. Uh, that comment. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, it's because he knows I'm. I'm. A, I, I'm I had a lot of my mock drafts. I've I've had them taken Winfield here. So if they do take him, I will be a little bit excited. You hear a little, you hear a little knock on the table. I'll get a little bit excited. Oh, so did you need we'll some Gopher that. swag? I got you. Hey, hey, you know what? I I've got nothing against the Gophers except for when they play the Buckeyes. I'm I've been a big fan. Of, well, so week we were one, talking about week one, 2022. Uh, or so 2021, we right week one at Minnesota. 
2021 at Minnesota. All right. That, that, that should be you know, great. We won't have more than likely won't have Justin Fields there either. So Perfect. I guess we'll see if CJ. Sh- yeah, I know it's great for you. I'll be in, we'll I'll be in section 128. I'll look for it. Think, uh, think the Browns will take a quarterback just to make sure you have none in our Debbie league. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it at all. They're probably going to take Jacob Eason right here and just piss me off even more. What uh, we, we were talking about Tyler Johnson earlier, and I know obviously you are a a big fan of his. You've you've been very much on his side throughout this whole process. Me and Dennis talked about him the other day. I feel like the things that he handled kind of in a poor way off the field have really hurt his draft stock. Because if you look at his college career, he had an elite college career at Minnesota. Where do you think he goes in the draft, and, and what is it that you think is really hurting his draft stock? Is it the stuff off the field? Is it stuff we didn't see maybe going on tape? What is it that has hurt him so much? Um, well, there's no stuff off the field, so I can just I can take care okay. of that now. That was a false report. Um, I've talked to a lot of people that have been around Tyler Johnson. I've talked to the coaches. I've talked to scouts. Um, that's a false report that he has work ethic issues. Um I think part of what's hurting him is the fact that everyone knows he wasn't going to test fast. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, he was hoping to get that home field advantage a little bit on testing. And he just didn't get it. Um, he wasn't able to run. But, you know, you're already expecting him to run low four sixes. But he's running 21 miles an hour on the football field. Yeah. So he plays faster than than what people think he is. Um, than he would ever do on the 40. But I think, like, if we're talking landing spot, um, anyone that needs a slot receiver to start right away, that's Tyler Johnson. Um, He's a technically sound receiver, and he's going to have a much better ceiling than he – or, excuse me, a much better floor than a really high ceiling because that's just not his game. Um, But I think if he's – when he gets drafted, which will probably be, I don't know, fourth or fifth round, somewhere day three – He's gonna he's gonna be able to put up fantasy value right away, um, and now how much is that gonna be? How much fantasy value is that gonna be? Not great, yeah. but you know, Browns going Delpit. Okay, hey, I don't mind that. that. I, I, I really like ESPN. Where did you see it? Oh, I'm Twitter. Uh, I'm assuming that he, yeah. I mean, we all know my TV's behind yours, anyways, for whatever reason. But he's on TV yeah. now. I guess that's what they're saying on Twitter. I, I'm, I'm not. I don't know. I don't have anything up on my phone. I'm. Yeah, the, com- the, the commission just hasn't come up. I've yeah, I, I've already seen the Buccaneers pick on Twitter. So. Oh, yeah, so so far behind. All right. Well, like I said, I like it. I, it's, it's another guy. That, I mean, I don't uh, obviously had a little bit of a, a down year last year, but was really good two years ago. I would have loved them to get Antoine Winfield, but I don't have a problem with Delpit at all. I think he's a great pick for the Browns. So I'm happy. I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Not like the Jedrick Wills pick. Does the, uh, the there's been some knock that Delpit's not a great tackler. That's okay. Neither is Greedy Williams. So we'll yeah. just keep adding well, a bunch of safeties. But I think you, ex- you, you expect right. a safety to be a good tackler, I think. Well, I think I think it's not that he's a bad tackler. He's just not as great of an athlete as people think he is. So he doesn't have the ability to start and stop and break down as quickly into tackling form. So I think that's why he misses more tackles. All right. Well, Kane over here talking me back onto that ledge. That's cool. I was really no, hoping to have a good day today. I'm he's one of the most sound. He's probably the most sound, technically sound safety. 
um, you know, he just doesn't tackle well. So on Twitter, they've got a clip of Belichick and his setup going. It's just him and two laptops at his kitchen table. No team backdrop or anything. Just him, the dog, two laptops. <laughs> and that's good, typical. Apparently, Belichick. they they panned to him, and Bill Belichick wasn't there, and the <laughs> dog was just sitting in his chair. And one tweet said he's an animagus, yeah, which nice. really made me laugh. Like, I'm not <laughs> sure if you're Harry Potter fans, but that got yes. me. Oh, I am. I don't know about Matt. Matt would probably be my next guess on if he is or isn't. I don't know. I've only seen the movies. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, so I've read the books. Who's got time for that? Yeah, I, I, I love the movies. We actually just rewatched them when uh, quarantine began. So, what is your thought on uh, Cole Komet going to the Bears? We 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 mentioned it. But we haven't really talked about it. I mean, obviously, they got rid of Trey Burton. A lot of people were high on Adam Shaheen years ago, and that obviously never panned out. I mean, Mitchell Trubisky can't really hit the broad side of a barn anyway, so I'm not sure how much that. They said Cole the Broncos Komet. just took KJ Hamler too. Really? The so the TV coverage is way way Tamp- behind. Yeah, Tampa, but it Bay, like Tampa Bay took Antoine Winfield. Oh God. Of course they did. Tampa Bay is going to the Super Bowl this year. <sighs> it's so frustrating. All right, well, let's talk about Cole Komet, and then we'll get to Hamler, because I actually kind of like Hamler. I don't, I don't know how well he fits in with Denver. Or who, is it Denver well, that took him? Right? Yeah, yeah, Mike Kliss is saying we took him to be our punt returner. I just don't know how many tight ends the Bears need. 12. Like, Do they know that there's other positions that they can take? Well, they did release Trey Burton. So now but they also signed Jimmy Graham. Yeah. yeah, didn't they have like eight tight ends on their roster before yeah. they released Trey Burton or something like that? Yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was a little bit ridiculous. Minimum eight at all times. Yeah. They you got know, they Trey Burton, those... so they had to sign one. That's the rule. Yeah, they, had to, they don't even want to run any offensive linemen out there. It's going to be just like an eight-man set right there, just a bunch of fucking tight ends just exactly. right there. Run blocking for, for Tariq Cohen, even though David Montgomery should be the one running the ball. All right, so what do we think about KJ Hamler? You got any thoughts on him, Kane? I don't know why you draft a guy just to be your punt returner in the second round, but uh, I mean, well, it is that point. I know that's, um... Um, I'm not the biggest Hamler fan overall. Um, you know, you also have to realize that he's the youngest wide receiver in this draft. So you're expecting, you know, that you're going to have to groom him a little bit. Um, but yeah, I think he's a fine player, he has no fantasy value. With Sutton, Fant, and Judy, um, so I I don't get that, but I mean, but that's I, okay. I he he's so small. I I just think that he he it's gonna be a struggle for him to be much more than a you know wide receiver three four special teamer. Mm-hmm. I yeah and. I, I just have, you know, I don't think he was the greatest wide receiver to begin with. And then yeah. you put him on a, a team that he's never going to be able to see more than 40 targets a game, uh, 40 targets a season. So why even take a chance on him? Deshaun Hamilton needed a friend. So they were like. What, in the back of the receiving room? Yeah, just somebody okay. sit back there to hug, you know, some emotional support. But then they found their guy. Yeah, I, I, I don't get it at all. We, 
you know, I'm not going to believe Bryce Callahan's actually playing for Denver until he wears a uniform at least one time during a during a game. So, you know, could have gotten Fulton. Uh, Garrett Bowles has not been incredible. Would not hurt at all to go get like Ezra Cleveland or Josh Jones. You took a receiver in the first round. That I get that we needed receivers, but after you got Jerry Judy, maybe you wait. And well, go why not take him. DPJ two rounds later? Or if you're going to just start taking receivers that are there, why not go get a, a, another good one? Yeah, why not take Mims? <laughs> Mims is sitting there. Claypool sitting there. Yeah, Mims Tyler falling. Sitting I think. There. I mean, all kinds of different. <sighs> oh wow! I think Mims to the Jets makes sense. If if the yeah. Jets want to take a wide receiver with their well, pick knowing here, how, knowing how far behind coverage is, the Jets probably already picked. <laughs> Well, what are what are the Jets' needs? A new team, a new coach. coach. Yeah, definitely the coach. Wide receiver, tackle, edge, cornerback. So it's it's curious to me they went and maybe they really did grab KJ Hamler so he could be Hamilton's buddy there because Hamilton's Penn State too. So. Oh, they were showing the. Looked like a Penn State highlight. I thought they were moving on to Hamler, but it was more they, Antoine Winfield. No, Hamler is on. This oh. is they are doing it right now. So they, I've got ESPN so on. Yeah, I'm on ESPN too. Okay, they're showing Hamler highlights. Well, uh, not what I expected, but well. Hey, I mean, you got Jerry Judy on day one, right? You can't be too upset. No, I mean, I'm not upset. I know it's a position of need, but I don't understand what I said while you were stepped away is why you go right back to the same position. And if you are. What, why, what's the next, why, what's the next snack video coming up, Kane? Um, so I actually have some Canadian candy bars that are next up. Um, not sure how they're going to be, but we'll see. We'll see what comes out. Sounds interesting. Maple flavored? No, most of them are actually predominantly coffee flavored for some reason. Okay. Which is terrible because I dislike coffee. So it's those are gonna be tough. I have to say my favorite still that uh God, I can't remember what the name of that chip was. That, that ghost pepper chip? Yes. Where I died. <laughs> yeah. The spiciest thing I've ever had in my life. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I still can't try one, man. I, I can't handle like mild spices to begin with, so anything like that, I, I literally think I would die. Like after I made the video, my wife just licked a corner of the chip, and she didn't uh-huh. say anything for like ten minutes. Like she couldn't open her <laughs> mouth. Oh man, I couldn't imagine. See, my wife can eat that stuff, and it's like doesn't bother her. I just like I don't understand it one bit. I can't. I don't understand people who can do that, and it doesn't affect them one bit at all. So who yeah, was your uh, top uh, wide receiver and running back coming in here uh, before the draft, obviously? Um, C.D. Lamb and DeAndre Swift. Okay, so I, I would assume it hasn't changed for you on Swift because you talked about how much you love that landing spot. What about Lamb? Because we were all kind of heartbroken that he went to Dallas. No, it stays the same for me. Okay, interesting. So you like the spot for Dallas? 
Yeah, I, like I'm not, I'm not saying like it's the greatest landing spot ever, um, but you know, at some point the talent shines through. Um, he's obviously going to see the field. They run a ton of three wide receiver sets, so he's going to be on the field immediately. Um, you saw the value that Randall Cobb had in that offense last year, and just imagine like a better version of him. Um, and that's what you're going to get in CD Lamb because I think they're going to play him at, in the big slot role. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think you have to expect that he's still going to get, you know, 70, 80. Cobb had 55 receptions, 828 yards, and three TDs in that. And yeah, I think you were uh, you were out when Dennis when I was talking to Dennis about that because that's you know. If Cobb can do that, it made me feel a lot better after I started working. Yeah, just a little bit better than Randall Cobb. Is that what you're trying to say? Just a little bit. Yeah, and I think I remember it's 55 receptions. I think Cobb had 82 targets. So that would be right on with what uh, Kane was talking about. Yeah, and then then you assume that he's going to eat into going to eat into Gallup's targets a little bit. Um, So, is there a realistic possibility that we could see? 100 targets from C.D. Lamb? Yes. I don't think that's far-fetched at all. Um, you know, obviously with everything going on, it's going to matter if we even have OTAs. You're right. So. C.D. Lamb will have 20 drops, so I got you. That'll, that'll help yeah, out as well. Yeah, that'll help. <laughs> yeah, I don't... So what you're telling me is that in the tape, uh, Tapers uh, Data League, I should not move C.D. Lamb, because as soon as he went to the Cowboys, I had, like, everybody blowing up my DMs to try oh, and move him. do you have him? Yeah, you should trade him yeah. to me. I should trade him, yeah. That's what, that's what yeah, everybody's... Yeah, what do you want for him? You want to do an <laughs> on-air trade? Yeah, I don't even... I haven't even looked at your team. I, I don't even know. I've been telling everybody I need to... My team's I not good. <laughs> well, on the gross overreactions, some people on Twitter, you should be a fool if you have Lamb still in your top 10 wide receivers for this year's rookie draft. Get out of here. You don't go from being people thinking you're the number one prospect to out of the top 10 because you went to a team with a good offense that has two other good receivers. This is yeah, literally A.J. Be- Brown from last year. Yeah. Oh, Except for the team he went to didn't have good receivers. I, well, yeah, I, I wasn't a believer in Corey Davis, but yeah. I was going to say, if he went to Chicago, he could drop out of everybody's top 10 because he could be standing wide open and Mitch Trubisky would still miss him. So. You got Nick well, Foles. Is he going to be a starter, though? Well, you should hope so. I mean, yeah, I do hope so. For my <laughs> Anthony Miller share, I hope so, but it doesn't mean it's going to happen. Yeah, no, I think I think you have to assume that that Nick Foles is going to take over that job. I don't know why you would still want to rely on Mitchell Trubisky, who had one decent year, and that was just decent just because, um, you, know, you know, Nagy protected him in such a way that he never had to make big throws. Um, and that was, I think, their, the rest of the, especially the NFC North, is on to what Tariq Cohen is to that offense. Um yeah. So I think that kind of definitely hinders him a lot. So uh, this is why the Denver beat reporters were talking about him being selected as a punt returner, because this is John Elway's official statement. He's an excellent kickoff. So Denver has for a long time uh, been really struggling, trying to find something to solidify a kick and punt return. The best one that we 
have had the last few years is Lindsay, who can't do it for obvious reasons. I would cry uh, being high among them. So um, it does make a little more sense if they like him as a wide receiver. They think he's fast, and they also want to have somebody solid on special teams. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, yeah. I just I don't know why you grab a special teams guy in the second round with. Well, I mean, that's I, my thing. They have three third round picks. If you liked him, you probably could have gotten him with any of those three third round picks. Their first third round pick, I think, is like the second one in the third round. That's what I don't totally understand. Is is the spot? But you know, when you are in love with a player, I guess that's what you do. But Drew Locke stock up though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Again. So what What do you think about Judy's landing spot there? We were all pretty excited about that. Obviously, him being there with Cortland Sutton, Noah Fant there as well. A lot of people were pretty high on Drew Locke last year, now coming into the this year with all those offensive weapons around him. I'm a huge Lindsey guy, as is horrible the pointing thing, that guy. So what are your thoughts about Drew Locke in that offense and, and Jerry Judy there? Yeah, I think Locke takes a huge step up. Um, I think he's going to be a top 15 quarterback this year. For fantasy, which which is great, um, you know. I think the last time that we saw um, Pat Shermer actually have you know have a team with two good wide receivers when he's calling plays, um, Case Keenum was a quarterback one. So um, I think you could imagine the the play calling being similar from you know Minnesota with that with Keenum to Drew Locke and these wide receivers. Um, I think it makes a whole lot of sense having Judy there um, just because he's so versatile and Cortland Sutton, it allows Cortland Sutton to be more of a possession guy. Um, You know, I think just the whole team takes a step up. So the Jets traded out of, uh, so I guess they're not going to get a wide receiver. It looks like they traded to the Seahawks. Oh, I'm sure we're on to like Chicago's pick at the moment from what I'm seeing. Well, on TV. But we're going to announce Seahawks. So let's see who they, they'll take a tight end. Come on, AJ Dillon, AJ Dillon. <laughs> I forgot that uh, you're the, you're a big AJ Dillon fan. Not AJ Dillon. Daryl Taylor, defensive end. Why? Yeah. So they traded up to get him. So it must be something. Pete likes. I mean, maybe they're really not going to bring Clowney back now. Well, Clowney's been kind of giving him the Heisman there for a while. He's, you know, they yeah. allegedly have put out several high dollar value things. I think they're wise to just say there's a certain financial threshold we're going and we're not going any higher. Clowney was a good player for them. He's been a good player for Houston, but at some point in time, you can't let somebody hold you hostage. Maybe they'll trade. So it looks like the Seahawks traded 59 and 101 for 48. All right. That's not terrible. Yeah, they dropped down a couple spots. They still should be able to get a wide receiver. Still a bunch of, I mean, I'm actually kind of surprised Mims is still on the board. So they can still get a good wide receiver. Yeah, because NFL scouting that uh, Baylor helmet. Well, uh, at 51, I assume Dallas is going to also take Denzel Mims. Probably. <laughs> I swear if, the, if Pittsburgh goes Dobbins here, I'm going to start crying. Does anybody know if the pick's actually in? Can we, can we, can I remove myself? It says on ESPN, the pick is in. Yeah, but yeah. 
Or wait, that's yeah. NFL draft tracker says the pick is in. I don't have yeah, a I name did. yet. It says it on TV too. Yeah. Man, that uh, that auction Twitter started. It's, it's uh, really working out bad for me right now. I'm pretty sure I grabbed Carry on Johnson in that one too. Jordan Love, like I'm just getting killed all over the place with this draft this year. Yeah, but I like. Uh, yeah, I know you like your your Broncos stack. I'm sure you do. It's worked out well for you. Very I don't well know. I don't have spending seventy five of my three hundred dollar auction budget for <laughs> Sutton and Locke was worth it, but it may I be. I mean, it's not like. I mean, I still have Michael Thomas, Devontae Adams, and Chris Godwin too. So, yeah, so gotta, his, this Steelers guy. pick makes absolutely no sense if this Did you see it? is true. Yeah. What did they say? Chase Claypool. Wow. What, what the. Well, there were those, there were all the reports that they were thinking about moving on from Juju. I mean, I can't – my one thing with Pittsburgh, as much as I hate to give them props, I, I kind of hesitate to look badly on what wide receivers they draft because they always seem to bring in wide receivers and make them produce. So I, I don't – I mean, I wouldn't have taken Claypool here, but maybe they see something I don't. I think it's more the idea that they already had several wide receivers. This works for Dallas. Right. Well, we we have yet to be sure that it works for Dallas. Right. Well, I don't know. I think it, it Claypool is a much different type of receiver than the guys uh, currently on Pittsburgh. I believe you meant to say tight end. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but just, well, they, I mean, what, they need one of those two. The he doesn't have the blocking skills to be tight end. Pittsburgh signed Eric Ebron. I think they thought that was going to do that. Well, this guy right here can tell you why that was a bad move for them getting Ebron. So, because he's not that good. Yeah, that uh, yeah. (laughs) In a nutshell. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. He's trying to even his uh, lifetime injuries with lifetime touchdowns. Right. I'm right there with you. Wait, what happened? Lindsay's home. Oh, gotcha. I was. I heard. I heard Matt, and I'm like, "Wait, what? Who is a? There's a woman walking into my house right now. I'm about to get myself in trouble." My wife is apparently on the porch drinking beer. So, oh well, there you go. I'll take it. Sounds like fun. Mine is probably watching below deck sailing yachts, drinking a beer. Very nice. Mine's sitting in the room drinking wine, semi mad at me that I'm still doing this right now. So, isn't this part fun? Yeah. 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 The waiting. Yeah. This was us yesterday. It was fucking ridiculous. Wait, they keep showing Jalen Hurts. Maybe that report was wrong. Oh, God. Jalen Hurts. I don't think so. Mike Tomlin's there playing Candy Crush. <laughs> Did you guys like the meme that I found about uh, Kirk Cliff Kingsbury's house? I don't think it. Did you post it in the chat? I, I, yeah, man, that, on, on looking at list. One of the Ringers reporters said, "Look at that place. You just know Cliff lets them shoot adult films here when he's not home on oh, the weekends." Oh yeah, yeah, I saw that. And I saw the the uh, Mike Vrabel yeah. one with 
person to, uh, going to the bathroom in the background. That was I didn't even see it. That was one of my coworkers. Yeah, was like, yeah, did you see the guy that's taking it? So Chase Claypool did go. So Twitter did not lie to us. Uh, so, you know, you should have believed it. It's Twitter. Twitter never lies. Everybody on Twitter is nice. Like, I don't know why you wouldn't have believed that story. So who, where are you hoping A.J. Dillon goes, Kane? Where, where's the best landing spot for you, for him? Um, either Seattle or Buffalo. Okay. Oh, that would really hurt my my love for Devin, Sing- Devin Singletary, but it shouldn't, because um, <laughs> you know AJ Dillon projects right now to be a second back in a two back in a two back system. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know why you wouldn't want to, uh, why you wouldn't want to take him. You know, especially when you're taking him in the fourth round. Not a bad call. Buffalo needs another running back, regardless. Yeah, unless they trade for Fournette and crush all our dreams, I'd laugh because so. Singletary uh, would still be playing. Well, hopefully the rest of uh, tonight is uneventful, and I I don't come back to uh, to chat with you on Monday with Denver possessing seven drafted receivers uh, that right. are all going to be returning slot. But I'm in the country here. Well. All right, man. Have a good weekend. Thanks for jumping on. See you, Matt. Yeah, I'll see you guys later. All right. So let's see here. Man, I'm actually kind of surprised J.K. Dobbins is still on the board. Well, you what know, you think about running back there? fall. Okay. Um, I know, CEH but, is I mean, a perfect landing spot for CEH. Um, I was just kind of surprised he's the first one. Well, it makes he, he makes more sense in that offense than any of the other running backs. So, Where do you think he goes now in uh, in rookie drafts? I feel like the uneducated are going to see him go to to K- KC and just assume he's going to be the one one or one two. That's what we were talking about right before you jumped on, actually. Um, well, in a one quarterback league, he's the one oh two right now. Who would you take one on one? AJ Dillon. It would. <laughs> we could hope, brother. <laughs> no, I think I think there's a real conversation for any of the th- top three running backs, right? Mm-hmm. Um. Swift, Taylor, or um, or Ceh at this point. Why so low on Dobbins? Yeah, I was gonna say. I realize you didn't mention Dobbins. Um, is that Minnesota with Golden Gopher bias? Is it? No, (laughs) like we care about Ohio State. We can't even face them. (laughs) No, I think I think with Dobbins is that he doesn't project well in every offense. Fair enough. Okay. Um, I think he projects the best in a zone run scheme, and few uh, few teams actually play that 100% of the time, well, even close to their predominant choice. Um, so, you know, there's, there's a few landing spots that make a whole lot of sense for him, um, but not as many as some people want to say. And I think that's why a guy like that is slipping. It's the same reason why Dalvin Cook fell. Because Dalvin mm-hmm. Cook is better in his own run scheme than he was in a power run scheme. Okay. Uh, I, I, I can understand that. I'd rather him go to a team like that and produce anyway. So I I don't know where he could go, though. That's uh, – was okay. They took Jalen Johnson. Yep. yep. Rams are coming up in a couple picks. that a good fit for Dobbins, Kane? He is. Yeah, that's a perfect fit. Um, the Rams love the zone run. 
they do zone reads, zone runs. Um, everything is based off of the zone concept. It's similar to everything Minnesota did last year and why they were successful with it. Um, but yeah, I could, I could see him going there. And I think, I think he would immediately be in the conversation because you know, they're going to feed him. Yeah. Darrell Henderson doesn't worry you at all with the Rams. No, I didn't like him. Okay. He's not my guy. This is fine. Who the Cowboys take, or is he giving him talking about another special message here? So who's your top tight end uh, for this uh, rookie class before the draft? Um, punt until 2021. Works for me. That's kind of the same exact approach I take as well. So. Um, yeah, oh. I, I just think that, you know, you might as well take. I'd rather take a shot on a guy like Blake Jarwin than I want to take a shot on any of these guys. And Blake Jarwin's close to free at this point. Well, let me ask you about Blake Jarwin because I live here in Texas and I got into a a, uh, a bet today that I feel like I'm probably going to lose because every time I make a Cowboys bet, I end up losing it. Uh, I said I don't think uh, Blake Jarwin finishes as a top 14 tight end this year. Do you think so or no? Not with their current weapons. He's not okay, going to finish cool. that high. Right. Good. That means I'm going to get myself a uh, a Isaiah Hodgins t-shirt because I know the Browns going to draft him, so that's good. I'm glad. I like Thanks, Isaiah man. Hodgins. So He's good, I. man. I love him. It's the one person I'm waiting. I cannot wait to see where he goes. This is a, I don't own any NFL jerseys from any other teams. I will buy myself an Isaiah Hodgins jersey. I don't care what team he goes to. Even I, if I he goes have, to I have two guys that, you know, just being on Twitter, I've I've gotten to talk to a little bit too. Uh-huh. Um, so obviously I'm super jazzed to see where Tyler Johnson goes. Right. Um, and then the other guy is Reed Harrison Ducros. Um, just a, he's a, Cornerback out of Duquesne. Uh-huh. Um, he's just a good player. Um, so I'm I'm interested to see where he goes. I'm going to make sure I have that his college right because it gets out there and I have a hard time remembering. So this is what I deal with right here: the trade offers, CD for Hodgins. Hodgins is my guy, but it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen, man. Hashtag no trade, no trade. <laughs> Who do you who do you want for CD then? I mean, not Hodgins straight up in our, in our league. In our league, I don't know. I haven't even looked at it. I'm, I'm waiting for the draft to end because I was banking. I, I mean, I got uh, I like that Higgins went to C- Cincinnati. Those were the two that I was kind of banking on. Uh, but obviously, I just again, I don't think it's a bad spot. I just I think Gallup is really good, and I, I agree with you. He's probably going to take some away from Gallup. That's just, there's so many mouths to feed there. I, I He's so good. I hate Amari Cooper, so that's where I'm kind of like I'm torn on it. Like I think he could end up being the one there, but at the same time I'm so worried about all the mouths they have to feed that maybe he's he has those really good weeks and he drops down to like a low-end wide receiver two, maybe high-end wide receiver three most of the time. So I don't want to move him, but I do at the same time. Are, are you in a win-now mode or not? I don't know. I can't remember what my team looks like. All right. Well, now you, got, I think, uh, you got Nick Chubb, J.K. Dobbins. Odell Beckham, T. Higgins, DK Metcalf, um, Josh Allen, Herbert, Rosen. Yeah, my love for Herbert may have hurt me in this one a little bit. I traded away a good quarterback just to get Herbert. Yeah, well, you only have two quarterbacks, so that's going to hurt you. 
Well, I had four, but then I traded one for some picks where I took – I don't remember who I took in the Debbie draft. And then I traded one to get your Debbie one pick after you made all the trades that you made so I can hopefully have a high Debbie pick next year. And then I've got – I don't remember who else I traded. Uh, well, yeah, I was hoping on Brissett, and then obviously Rivers kind of hurt me there. So that's really where my, my quarterbacks kind of dropped off. And now Herbert's probably not even going to start the year, so I really only have one quarterback. So did I just hear you say you took Kane's Devy pick because you thought it'd be high? Yeah, because no, I'm tanking. He, oh, tra- he traded a lot of his good players away. Like He, he went full – I can't remember if that was the night that everybody was kind of drunk and we were all just trading each other and what happened, but uh, he traded away a lot of uh, a lot of yeah, players. I traded away the first trade was I traded away CMC, um, and got a good return. Got AJ Brown, Cooper Cup, Chuba Hubbard, and a Devi second round pick, and then I moved AJ Brown back to the original owner, um, and got Jerry Judy, the rookie one hundred and three, and a Devi pick. So I'll take it. Yeah. I don't know if you're tanking. It would seem to make sense to keep your pick, but I guess Devi players are a few years out still. So. Yeah. Well, his pick I got from a different owner. It was in a guy in the guys trade. I traded Darius guys. Yeah. yeah I trade. I, oh, the, my 2021 pick. Someone yeah, offered yeah. me um, the Devi one Oh one for uh, Nikhil Harry and my 2021 Devi first rounder. And to me, that's a no-brainer trade. Yeah. Yeah, and then I ended up trading guys to them for the pick. So Swag just took over an orphan in the league that I'm in, and he's blowing it up. And I I have guys, and he has carry-on, and he was like, oh, can we get something done here? So glad I didn't trade guys for carry-on. Yeah. So Dallas takes Trevon Diggs, so that's probably a good thing for them. They get that cornerback. Yeah, it's a great pick. They needed that. I see you're washing your hands, buddy. I know his All right. Rams are on the clock. Is this where Dobbin goes? Dobbins goes? I hope so. I hope so. Then that, then that makes it a, a difficult decision for me in that, in that back row invitational league of who I take with those top two picks because that means I – Kane's talking me into, into Swift being a good landing spot. I'm still not 100%. So maybe I'll just let Swift go to you at three, being the being the resident Lions fan. You know, let you get your guy. I don't draft with my heart, Matt. Nah, I know. That's my problem. Too many Buckeyes. All right, let's see here. Or let's wanted- see. Dobbins could go 54 to Buffalo, 55 to Baltimore. Oh, God. 56 to Miami. Please don't talk about Baltimore that way. I could, I, I can't stand Dobbins going to Baltimore, Pittsburgh. That would just, it would crush me. I, I couldn't handle it. Have to see him twice a year. Secretly want him to do good, but then hope he like tears his ACO. See, that's backwards. Yeah. What you want? Yeah. Okay. Not well, I already well have the next team. two picks, and they're both fantasy relevant. Sweet. Okay, so just give it to us because so I feel like we're not going to Rams take pretty. Acres. Okay. Ooh, golly, Akers really over Dobbins. Okay. Is he as good in the zone scheme as Dobbins? No. That's that's what I thought. It seemed like a peculiar pick. And then uh, Philadelphia takes Jalen Hurts. Wow. So 
Were they going Packers right here and just, you know, letting him ride behind Carson Wentz until his contract's up and then giving him the boot? I don't know. No, they're looking for a, a, a quality backup, and that's how Jalen Hurts profiles. Well, I mean, that's what some of us think, but there are people that think he can't be a starter. I mean, how, what Wentz just signed his new deal not too long ago, didn't he? They Apparently have an Doug out. Peterson isn't one of them. They have some outs on Wentz's contract, but I was not expecting that. So, what is what do you think that does for Hertz in in a super flex league? Still kind of keeps him low. Yeah, I wasn't wouldn't draft him. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, neither would us. Neither one of us are big Hertz uh, fans, anyways. Why yeah. is Dobbins falling? I wish I knew. I wish I could tell you. I have no idea. Outside of what Kane said, that maybe they all just see him as a really good zone runner. Not a lot of teams run zone. Well, and also there there was five backs in the basic top tier, and they they could have gone in any order. It, it yeah. depends on how the teams feel they fit their particular scheme. So un, unless you know Zach Moss goes next or Keyshawn Vaughn goes next, then then I get a little worried. I can't imagine either one of those goes over that or goes over Dobbins. Are you a Moss guy? You're the one arguing against Moss, right? In the thread, the infamous thread. Always. I'm always arguing against Moss. I argue against bad players. Uh, I'm with you. I just, I couldn't remember who it was. I remember watching a whole kind of breakdown of people against Moss and how that's not good. I I don't know how you can watch his film and say that he's a top running back. Like it boggles my mind. Type in Zach Moss highlights on YouTube. That's how. But, like, you get a 30-second clip, and that's it. Well, Because that's he doesn't bust off big runs. He's oh, a I plotter. Agree. I agree. You just repeatedly see that 97-yard or 91-yard touchdown over and over again. Well, you know, maybe, 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 maybe they thought that that was against a different team every single week, and so they're like, man, this guy's amazing. So Buffalo, Baltimore, man, I swear, Dennis, if he ends up going there, I'm just going to, I'm kicking you off the stream. It's been fun, buddy. Have yourself a good weekend. Yeah, you'll have me back. <laughs> oh man. All right. I will be back in two seconds. So if acres boy, he's not in a great scheme for his, his system. Does that mean that they're going to, they're ready to move on from Henderson? Um, I'm not sure. Um, I think maybe they're wondering if. Yeah, the Jalen Hurts pick is just official. Uh, um, yeah, I think. I think there's a chance that they could go to a two back system. Um, I doubt that's going to happen, though. Um I yeah, think Darrell Henderson think- didn't show. Well, when he got a chance, that he did not. So maybe I they think, just you know, bait. Head coaches don't run two back systems if they have one great back, right? Yeah, you know, that's you don't platoon if if somebody's just clearly better. As much as I'd like to say I liked Royce Freeman, uh, you know, Philip Lindsay was just clearly better. Yeah, and I I could go into my whole rant about. Royce Freeman and how he didn't actually get a fair shot just based on play calling, but I'm not going to get I'd into agree that with whole you. thing. <laughs> I, I was a, I'm a Royce truther. 
it, it just didn't make sense that as soon as you bring in Royce Freeman, who can catch the ball, it's back under center and you run it up the gut. And so you wonder why right. Royce Freeman had like the highest percentage of loaded boxes. Well, it's because if you don't spread out the defense, that's what's going to happen when you have a bad right. quarterback. Wonder how my Philly fans are feeling about uh, Jalen Hurts. I don't know that. I just don't. I don't know about Hurts. What are your thoughts on Anthony Gordon? I just don't see him getting drafted day two. Oh, I don't either. I think he's a day three guy. Yeah, I'm trying so to determine if I like him as somebody that could develop and you know take over. Is, is he going to be? Just a guy that covers for a couple games. Or well, he's he better than Gardner Minshew. Is he somebody that can grow into a starter? Um, I think both. He he definitely could become a starter. I think there's a few things that he needs to work on. Just anytime you're coming from that air raid system, it's just really difficult to transition to a pro style system. Um, because you're seeing just co- coverages are going to be a lot tighter. Um. But yeah, I think definitely could see him progress, but I think it's going to be difficult for him to get the chance to do that. I I, I see that 100%. So who's the biggest surprise for you so far in the second round? Uh, Jalen Hurts going this high? Yeah. I think that's that's wild to me. Um, I think overall, though, just the way that the safeties have fallen in this draft, just overall seeing no safeties in the first round and then they've just fallen, I think I think that's wild also. Yeah, it's... Uh, I, I'm kind of... There's still Mims out there, Dobbins is out there. Those are kind of the top. Tyler Johnson... Uh, the top uh, fantasy relevant guys. Yeah, I don't know that. You think Eason goes today, or you think he's going to drop to day three? Eason should go today. What about Fromm? No one should take Fromm. <laughs> I was just about to ask if you thought Fromm going to New England would be a good, uh, good spot, but I guess that answers that question. Um, who do you hope that, uh, or not hope, not that you're a Patriots fan? Who do you think would be a good fit to go to New England, or do you like Stidham there? Um, I think Stidham's the best choice for this year, and then they just roll with whatever pick they get, and then they take Trey Lance in 2021, baby. Okay, all right. I like it. Was South Dakota right? North Dakota State. North Dakota. I had to take him in our Devi draft. I saw you took it. Had to. That should be surprised to no one. (laughs) Yeah, I'm about to be up in what I'm doing right now, and I'm hoping Sam Howell falls to me. I don't really have to I don't really want to wait, but Lawrence and Fields are gone. I guess I could take Brock Purdy. Who who would who would you take? Quarterback. It's a super flex league. My only quarterbacks I have are uh, Jordan Love, Jacob Eason, and Baker Mayfield. So I need a I need another quarterback. Um and do you want a guy that's going to be able to come out this next year? I mean, I want the best. I, I think probably Howell's up there. I mean, Fields and uh, – oh, my God, why did I forget his name? Keaton uh, Slovis is good. Yeah. Well, I mean, is he still two years away, though, too, right? Or is he coming out next year, 21? 
No, I think he's two years away. If I remember right. I'm pretty sure it's two years. Sometimes that's the tough part is trying to remember all of these. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think I think one sleeper is Tyler Slow. Mm-hmm. Out of Oregon. Um, just if you're in deep leagues, I think that's definitely a guy that you need to look at. Um, because obviously they're going to need someone in Oregon to throw the ball. Um, but that's one guy I would look at Kyle Trask in Florida. Yeah, I know uh, the Debbie delight guys are really big on Kyle Trask. They, they had him as like outside a Heisman hopeful this year, outside odds on a Heisman. Yeah, I think, I think he has a good shot at that. Um, that wouldn't surprise me at all. I think it's going to be tough competing with both Lawrence and Fields. Just yeah. overall, that's going to be tough. And probably some quarterback that we didn't even know was going to make a big leap. Well, yep. That's what we were talking about the other day. It seems like there's some quarterback that comes out of the woodwork every single year. Nobody oh, expected yeah. to do anything. Yeah, so I don't know who that's going to be this year. Um, it really wouldn't, like I said earlier, Tyler Slow out of Oregon, that would not shock me. He came out as the he was the number seven pro style quarterback when when he committed to Oregon. He sat behind um, Herbert, I think, for for two years now. Okay. Um, so yeah, he's got a shot. I think it's going to be difficult because the team that Oregon's putting around him right now is rough. Yeah, and Oregon's well, yeah, going to lose their first two games. That was uh that's always been my biggest complaint about uh, uh Herbert too is that offense is just not good for a quarterback like him and so yeah I mean what they've got Ohio State in the first two games this year too assuming that the the college NDS, football NDSU and Ohio State Man. yeah NDSU not- who's won how many straight FCS <laughs> championships uh like five I think six seven ten I'm not They're sure still so good. good but yeah I I'm excited to see. You know, just to get back into this college game because we didn't have spring ball, so we have to try and find something. Yep. Are you worried at all that there may not be a season? Hoping things go back to normal. Yeah, I'm worried. Um, but you know, I'm I'm just trying to hope that people have used their best judgment right now with everything that's going on, and and hope we can get sports back to normal as soon as possible. Yeah. Yeah. This is, it's been interesting. Are you a, a basketball fan at all? I don't know what basketball is. Okay. I was going to ask if you watched the last dance documentary at all. Oh, no, I, I, I like basketball. Um, I haven't watched it at all. It's currently DVR'd. Gotcha. All right, Matt, it's time for me to check out for the night. You out? So, yeah. All right. I'm going to go spend some time with the wife and kids. Might just call it all together then because my wife was just yelling at me. That's why I took a little bit longer to get back. So I guess it's good to have you on, Kane. Yeah, thanks for uh, being willing to hop on. I have two other streams later tonight. So, Well, enjoy, uh, man. Have a good weekend. I hope AJ Dillon lands in a good spot and and we we can can draft. 1-1 one, one in, in all that's your drafts. That's, that's never going to happen. <laughs> all, all right. right. One, oh, three. I got all you. Right. I got you. All right, man. All right. You guys have a good weekend. Yep. See you guys. Be safe. Bye-bye. You too.
See you, Matt. Later. Prepare for glory! Come on up, you got your popcorn ready. Do you got your popcorn ready? I came out the wrong line already. And he's hit the end zone for an unbelievable touchdown. I would be honored if you played football for this team. Throw it up above his head.